This is The Social Geek Radio Network. Geeks, and welcome to another rock star edition of the Social Geek Podcast. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliare. Today, we're hitting the road to more franchise conferences this fall with some of my favorite road warriors. Abby Fogel of Unleashed Brands, Ali Krauss from Benetrans Financial, and Sheila Fisher of the International Franchise Association. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, Adplora, along with Answer Connect, Northeast Color, and a quick note about Brand J. The industry's top brand dev marketing agency has a unique and innovative direction on franchise development videos, personal branding, fractional brand dev sales, and more. Check out the new website today at brandj.com. Joining me now is our panel talking about conferences, travel, and other things for the rest of 2023 and into 2024. We've got Abby Fogel from Unleashed Brands. Hey, Abby, it's been a hot minute, hasn't it? Hi, Jack. How are you? Also joining us today, Allie Krauss from Benetrans Financial. Hey, Allie. Hello, Jack and everybody. And Sheila Fisher from the International Franchise Association joins us today as well. Hey, Sheila. Hi there. Nice to see you guys. Well, hear you today. <laughs> yeah, good to hear you and, and uh, looking looking forward to seeing you all in the relatively near future. Um, I wanted to start with what's coming up on the calendar. We're here in early October of 2023, and it feels like the conference season hasn't done anything but expand in the franchise world, right? It used to be September and maybe October. Now it's September heavy October, November into next year already. So let's talk a, a bit about what's coming up. Allie, let's start with you. Benetrends Financial is a preferred vendor of the IFA. So I would assume you're pretty hot on all of the IFA backed events coming up. What's next on your list? Yeah, so we'll be headed down to FLDC, which I'm sure everyone chatting today is also headed there if for October, but for November, we're really excited for Emerging Brands Conference in New Orleans this year, the first week in November with the IFA. That's actually Benetrends' I would say really biggest opportunity to vent for the whole year. Um, we want to bring in those new franchisors, those emerging brands that we haven't yet met. Um, and our preferred vendor sponsorship with that actual package is just really exciting for us. So we'll also be down there with the other preferred vendors like Paytex, Answer Connect, and Thrive, hosting that big party on night two after the diner rounds as well. So we're looking forward to that. And I actually have never been to New Orleans for fun. Wow, so there you go. I'm looking forward to being in a new place because I feel like like you go to the same places so often for yeah. franchise shows. So, yeah, it's, it's really interesting too, that um, I love the emerging franchise or conference as well. And not just because we work with emerging brands, there's a lot of other brands who are there. So yeah, it's called emerging, but there's a lot of opportunity there for all different types of brands and different sizes and people who are in different stages of their, of their brand growth. So that's, um that's a really good one. Um, 
Abby, let's chat with you next. I know you've got some other big plans coming up on your calendar, so I'm not sure what your travel plans are for the next several months. Yeah, so I'll piggyback what Allie said. The conferences that she mentioned, both FLDC and Emerging, are big highlights for us coming up. Um, we are a platinum sponsor of FLDC with our big focus on in-house recruitment and our large team that we have here focused on recruiting. Unfortunately, no one from Unleashed Brands will physically be there. We will be in Hollywood celebrating the year with our franchisees at our annual franchise conference, but we're still really happy to be a platinum sponsor of that event. We've got some fun, cheeky videos from Josh Wall uh, queued up for our sponsorship <laughs> there. Um, so we will certainly miss all of our franchise development friends at that conference in October, but I know it's very well attended and always some great content there as well. And then looking forward to emerging sponsor of that as well. Um, you know, as you both said, looking forward to seeing some emerging brands there. I also think it's a great conference some, for some really prominent mentors to come. And so there's a lot of great people to learn from if you are an emerging brand or if you're just like me, a professional who's always wanting to learn from some of those mentors. There's a good a good um, yeah, lineup of some mentors uh, as far as speakers. Nancy Bigley from Unleash Brands will be doing a panel there. She's a great mentor uh, for not only just women in franchising, but franchising as a whole. So um, love meeting with their emerging brands and then also just seeing everyone at Emerging. So those are top two to finish out the year from Unleash Brands that we're really excited about. You bring up a good point about franchisor brands having an annual convention and you have to do it sometime, right? Yeah. There, there's not a good week in the year to slide in something. So it, it seems like there's always, and, and I run into this more and more, you have to make a choice between, am I going to go to, you know, this place or that place? So um, we will, we will miss you at that one, but uh, look, looking forward to seeing you at emerging or, or some other place down the road. Sheila, this is your first year with the International Franchise Association, but you've been involved in big events in franchising for a long time. What are you most looking forward to at some of these upcoming events? Well, I'm looking at the world from a different perspective because most of yeah. our events were B2C. Our events now are really B2B, so it's a different world. But it's really exciting to be part of this and our preferred vendors who support us, all our clients who get really involved. It's just really nice seeing it from the other side. I'm looking forward to FLDC. The IFA is a partner on that event. It's great for networking and learning from all the smart minds there. Same with the Emerging Conference. It's really exciting um, to be part of that this year as well, although I will not be there. Um, Unfortunately, this year it is my birthday, so I'm going to sit this one out, but I know it's going to be a great event and we have a lot going on there. As um, Abby and Allie mentioned, there's a lot of mentoring for all different stages of emerging brands, so it's going to be a great event. Well, shoots, Sheila, I already ordered you a king cake in New Orleans. <laughs> well, maybe I'll have to show up just for yeah. an hour. Just, just come in for the night or, exactly, or exactly. two, maybe. I don't think you go to New Orleans for one day. Right? That doesn't exactly. Happen. It's a great place uh, to celebrate your birthday, right? Yeah, absolutely. And Sheila, you've got to be getting things ready already for the 2024 annual convention. I know my team and I are already looking at what are we doing as far as you know, exhibiting and swag and events and that kind of thing. Um, I, I would assume the IFA team is 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 neck deep in it already. 
We are in full gear because it is February 17th through the 20th. There is so much going on. The schedule is a little bit shifted this year. Things are going to start um, Saturday evening. So we're excited for that. And we haven't announced any of our speakers yet, but that's coming right around the corner. We were talking All about right. it this morning. Oh, good. Well, stay tuned, everybody. We'll announce that as soon as we can here. So as far as travel goes for, for business folks, about... Ten months ago, Abby, Allie, and I did uh, did some travel tips, and uh, we got a really good response from those. Especially, you know, people talking about using new things like Clear and um, and TSA Preferred and that kind of thing. Like that's really helping people. Um, Abby, you had a very helpful tip about packing cubes, which was something <laughs> I knew nothing about. I'm uh, still very loyal ago. to my packing cubes. <laughs> so any anything new that's come up so far this year that that you want to point out to your fellow travelers is something that they might want to take a look at. Abby, let's start with you. Sure. So aside from being very passionate about packing cubes, which I still <laughs> remain passionate about that, Jack, nothing has changed. Um, I will say I have been surprised in those that I talk to how many don't know that you can mobile order Starbucks while you're still on the plane, deplaning. That way you walk out, you can grab your Starbucks and head to get your Uber, Lyft, ground transportation. I've got the timing pretty much nailed when I find a DFW when I'm getting off the plane and just mobile ordering my Starbucks and getting out the door. And I've been surprised that people don't know that you can mobile order in the airport, airport Starbucks. So I hope that that will help someone listening to this podcast who might also love their Starbucks. It's also pumpkin spice latte season. So you may be able to get your PSL just a little bit faster with that tip. And it's amazing to me how every airport, I don't care what city it's in, the longest line anywhere is Starbucks, right? Oh yeah. And, and I look at that and think, wow, First of all, what are we doing not owning a Starbucks in an airport location? But there, there's something about what you're saying about ordering ahead and using the mobile app that could literally save you 45 minutes in an airport. So definitely the Chick-fil-A's and stuff are doing it, too. Yeah, really. I, I have not used one of these in an airport. It's usually sort of the last minute oh, what are we going to eat today? So is that- <laughs> I haven't um, used it. I've just seen it. Because if I'm ever in a long line and there's people like walking right up and getting their food, it, it kind of frustrates me. <laughs> right, right. And, and I think the the travel experience with a mobile app goes right along with you know what I was thinking about. Anybody who's not using an airline's app on their phone, I don't know how you even board anymore without it, right? Like- I, I did the unthinkable last week, two weeks ago, uh, going to the Franchise Expo South, and I checked a bag. <laughs> I have not checked a bag. What? <laughs> in probably, it, it had to be pre-COVID, right? I literally checked because I had to get this giant bag for all of the microphones and everything else we were doing in uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And I had no idea, like, how do you even check a bag anymore? Right. Like, like, I think the last time I checked a bag, you went over and someone like took it from you and took care of you. Right. The old days. It was so easy because I checked bag on my phone and United just told me exactly what to do, where to go, where to get the bag. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to save a little anything. 
it was just so easy. So if you're not using those apps, if you're jumping around from one airline to another, which I really don't recommend if you if you can avoid it, you've got to you've got to use this feature. So I may actually check a bag again in the future, which I've been terrified of for a long time. I'm a bag checker. I check my bags everywhere. You always I go, check. So I don't well, understand. I don't well, understand I'm, I'm guessing you probably it. travel with you know a, a lot more outfit changes and and hair products and things like that than I do, right? So exactly. And you know, I just want to add one more tidbit to that: being able to order something before you get off the plane. Uber does it now as well. You can order your Uber. And they will track you and watch your flight and see when you get there. And, you know, a lot of times you get out of the airport and there's a million people waiting. So it really yeah. is a benefit. Yeah. The other thing I'll throw in, too, when it comes to tips for Uber or any kind of transportation, there are certain cities where, man, a taxi is way easier than an Uber or a Lyft from an airport right now. Um, the city I go to the most probably falls right into that category, Nashville. You can wait for an Uber for a long time at the airport, and there's always a long line of taxis at the Nashville airport, and you can jump right in one, you know, just like the good old days, jumping in a taxi and, and heading downtown. So, Allie, what's your uh, your latest tip in, in things that you've picked up over the past year or so? It's, mine's ridiculous, but I'm going to share it anyways. <laughs> Uh, so one, I love that Netflix lets you pre-download shows because the amount we travel, I only fly on Southwest because I'm in Baltimore and like it or yeah. hate it, it's my only option. So um, I only fly Southwest and they don't change their movies very often. So I've literally seen them all, even stuff I would never have watched at home because you can get through like two on the way to a Vegas show, right? Yeah. So I recently fell in love with the fact that you can download stuff directly to your device from home. So I have gotten really good at the day before I say, what show am I going to binge on this trip? And I download the whole thing to my iPad. I get rid of my toddler's little pony shows and make space for whatever I'm going to watch and then clear it out, which is fantastic. And along those lines, I'm starting to feel my mid thirties age because my neck hurts so bad after flying from holding my phone down. So one of the things I learned to do was take one of the heavy napkins out of the bathroom and put half of it in your phone case and the other half hangs in the chair in front of you uh -huh. or on the tray in front of you. And literally your phone is eye level then with no hands. Nice. Nice. <laughs> It's the most ridiculous tip, but my neck doesn't hurt and I get to watch my Netflix shows. That's perfect. You know, back in the old days, 10 years ago, um, so many of the planes had the the screen in the back of the chair in front of you, right? And um, what I've noticed on some of the planes, you see this a lot on 737s, on some of those planes that are getting a little dated now that still have those those screens in the back of the seat, no one is using those. Not a single person. You will see, <laughs> you will see all of these screens lit up, and it's just the same ad or whatever going over and over. No one is watching any of these screens. They're all looking down at their own device. So that that's a good tip to uh, maybe save your neck on a long flight. Also, a cue, Jack, that I just heard from what you were saying is don't pay to advertise on those because no one's oh, looking. <laughs> heck no. to our discussion after a quick word from Adplor, our newest sponsor on Social Geek. Adplor is a local digital advertising software built specifically to help digital agencies, 
franchise brands, and multi-location businesses manage local advertising campaigns at scale. Adplorer's technology enables users to scale advertising campaigns across thousands of SMBs, franchise locations, and enterprises all over the world. Agencies and internal marketing departments use Adplorer to automate the creation, management, and reporting of campaigns on Google, Bing, Facebook, Waze, LinkedIn, and Spotify. Check it out now at adplorer.com. Northeast Color produces branded interior decor and custom signage solutions for the franchise industry with a special focus on value engineering. They work with franchisors to re-engineer their existing signage packages to lower costs on materials, shipping, and installation, all while maintaining the integrity of their client's brand. In short, Northeast Color literally makes things better. Learn more now at northeastcolor.com. So let's move on to waving my magic wand and changing what you don't like about business travel. Abby, let's start with you. If there's one thing you could change about business travel, what would that be? So one thing I could change, I was thinking about just the hotel experience and I know it varies per hotel, but I think the fact that check-in is still like 3 p.m., 4 p.m. is insane. And sometimes you can get in early. Sometimes you can request an early check-in. That typically doesn't work. But I just feel like there has to be like a business traveler like select option where you can just have the early check-in because most conferences, depending on when you get in, you need to get into your room, changed, ready, and whatever you need to do before 4 o'clock p.m. to be ready for whatever festivity. So I just think the check-in times and then also the check-out times are just we have not, that's one thing that has really not changed or evolved at all. Like the last couple of centuries, it's always the same. And then you've got like, you're hauling around your luggage after you've checked out and you're awkwardly putting it in the corner of a ballroom. Like I just hate <laughs> that whole experience of like the awkward check-in times and awkward checkout times and what you have to do in between those. That's a really good one. I, I hope you get your wish and we can change that because it doesn't seem to work anywhere. And like you said, sometimes if you're a, um, if you've got a preferred status with a certain hotel, Ali, I know you're, you're a Marriott fan. Um, and sometimes you can get an 11 AM check-in or, or a noon check-in or something like that. Sometimes you can't, it kind of depends on, on what the offerings at that particular place are. Um, what would you change Ali, if you could, uh, if you could choose anything about business travel that you want to change? requiring conferences to only stay at Marriott's. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, no, are, are, are you hearing that? Is that uh, <laughs> something that we can talk to our friends at the IFA about? Marriott's not too. I'm trying. Yeah. I know. At least just give me an option though. Like pick a Hilton, pick an IHG and pick a Marriott and let me just pick. Right. Um, but no, in all seriousness, the other thing I would change is hotel bars being near the elevator that should be illegal because <laughs> I want a ghost and go to bed when I want a ghost to go to bed. And I just can't do it when people say hi and they're right there by the elevator. Yeah. I, um, well, so I that, think that's by design. So you come back and order a few more drinks, right? It works, Jack. <laughs> um, and the last thing I, the last thing, if it was like truly a magic wand, I would literally borrow Harry Potter's invisible cloak because I want to dress like such a bum on an airplane. 
Like I can't do the heels and the business attire or like, I don't know how men do suits. Like I want to be in my Lululemon leggings and a freaking big hoodie. And I swear, anytime you get into your hotel, you see people, you know, so if I could just, or my flight, God forbid, cause I'm yeah. in Baltimore and IFA's here. So I'm always on a plane with Alan Catlett, <laughs> but I just wish I could be invisible for a moment. And just get to my room and decide when I can start working. I think that's hard in the business world. Love that idea too. Sheila, what do you got? I think mine's more of a big picture, like life work balance. I feel like all these events happen between September and February. There's a little break for the holidays, but you are just jam packed and it's trying to be home, trying to get to your kid's recital or watch a horseback riding lesson or, you know, but you're away. So for me, it would be to perfectly schedule each event. So it works for my life. (laughs) I love that idea too. Like I opened the show with, there are so many things in this particular industry and I'm sure every industry has that two month window where everybody tries to jam everything in, you know, between summer and the holidays, right? Like that's, that's when everybody tries to get every event in, but yeah, exactly. if there's some way we could, we could stretch that out. It would be great. Well, that's a good, um, a good big picture one. I'll, I'll close with my wish. And this is very down on the ground tactical. There has got to be a way in, let's say next year, 2024 will be the miracle year where we figure out how to properly board an airplane, right? (laughs) Why on earth does it take a half an hour to put 250 people on a large jet? A half an hour, 250 people, right? Like, can can we look at some studies on what if we started boarding from the back of the plane first? What if we redesigned airplanes so you enter from the back and then get to the front? So what happens is everybody needs to get on that plane first, they think, because there's no overhead space. And if you board last, you're going to be out of luck. So my other solution for that is this. Every seat has an assigned overhead space, right? So even if I am in group one and I choose to get on the plane last, when I sit down in seat 7A, there will still be a space for my roller bag. That's all I want. That's the only, airlines, listen, you could charge 50 (laughs) bucks more per flight. I will pay it to make sure my overhead space right above my chair is ready for me. Is is anybody else feeling this, this ridiculous pain of getting on and off of planes? 100%. Yes. People also don't read signs, follow rules, you know, oh, it's group one boarding. I thought I was in group one. (laughs) They're trying to move seats. It's like, what is happening? I didn't want to be this airplane bougie. Like (laughs) I used to think like, oh, it's like fun, but these business people, like, I don't ever want to be that. We are definitely those people now. And, and this is serious first world problems, but it is hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> it is it is first world problems, but if you're if you're flying, you know, two, three, four times in a week, sometimes, right? You know, the, it, it's a big problem, and and um, I don't know. I I'm just hoping that uh, representatives from Delta, American, and United and Southwest are all listening to us right now, so we will fix Hopefully. the world. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you all for joining today. Um, I appreciate all of your feedback on the upcoming conferences. 
and uh, travel ideas. And I will see you all in an IFA event very soon. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. See you guys soon. Thanks. See you soon. See you on the road. Before we go, a quick word from Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss any calls or answer the phone with, Hey, Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they set appointments, follow up on potential clients via form fill inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234. Or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.